0: Hey everyone, this is Dr. William Clark here, and I'm so excited to come and share with you again. We are getting closer and closer to the end of the year. Christmas is a few days away, and depending on when you listen to this podcast, Christmas may already be here or may already past you. But regardless of when you're listening, we we're focusing on uh, the last handful of days of this month of this year on how to finish the year strong because you know we have goals that we've set for ourselves and. Just like you, I have goals that I've set. And quite frankly, the year is not over until the clock strikes 12 and it starts ticking into 2020. When that happens, you have begun a new year, a new decade, if you will. And quite frankly, uh, until that happens, we still got some living to do. We still have some goals to achieve. And so this is why we've been focusing on how to finish the year strong. Now, I've received a few questions that uh, I thought, hey, instead of just answering them one-on-one, how about I just share them with everyone else? Because, uh, you know, as you know, uh, some questions people ask are really questions that are relevant to us as well. So I figured I'll answer these questions. I only picked three. um, So hopefully they connect with you. But here's the first question. Someone asked me, how do I finish the year strong when I don't feel like I've accomplished anything? You know, the the cool thing about that question is, you know, we've been addressing this in this podcast and this is this is a normal thought by a lot of people. People feel like they've accomplished absolutely nothing on their checklist. And the only reason they feel this way is because they only pay attention to what has not happened for them in 2019. And I think that that attitude and that perspective of only looking at what has failed, what didn't work, what didn't happen that I really wanted uh, tends to stick out in our minds. And we tend to forget the positive things that did happen. Uh, Even in our relationships, we only think about the negative, the way we've been hurt, the way we've been harmed. And we tend to forget and need to be reminded of the positive things about the relationships we are a part of. And so I challenge you. If that is a thought that you have to think about what has happened, what did you achieve? And even if you're going to focus on or can't get past what has not happened, I'm going to challenge you further to think about why those things didn't happen the way you think they should have happened. Right. So, for example, if you feel as though that you tried to launch a business and it didn't work, the question is, why didn't it work? What reasons are you or do you have for them not working? Where circumstances stood in the way. Depending on what you say, you may discover that this business did not work because it wasn't meant for you. Think about it, right? If a business didn't work because it wasn't meant for you, this means that you tried everything you know you should have done. You checked in with all the mentors and and confidants that you need to launch a business. And if there are circumstances beyond your control, certifications, approvals, or actual knowledge, if you will, right? Then that's a sign that, one, you did accomplish something. And what you accomplished was realizing what you should not pursue. That is a positive thing. To uh discover and to experience in any year, in any decade. So even if you are hard pressed to find what you did accomplish and what you did check off, I challenge you to think about what didn't happen and view that as a positive because if it was meant for you to achieve, something would have broke, a door would have opened, a window would have been cracked, etc. Uh, here's the second question I have. Um, how do I tap into my greatness? It's a good question. I think a lot of us don't realize how great we are and I tend to look at, you know, greatness from the perspective of what do you do well that other people would die to learn how to do? What do you do naturally that other people struggle struggle to do or struggle through doing? What is it that comes without you trying? What what are you able to do without you trying that that even when you're not trying you're still great at it? The answer to that question is the answer how do you tap into your greatness i think a lot of us uh believe that we have to go through some intense experiences in a conscious way in order for us to tap into our greatness right um for example, you know, I was having this conversation years ago uh, and someone said, man, I, I used to think that becoming a doctor uh, was the only way to achieve success. And I only equated success to a doctor uh, because of the, all the struggles I had to go through. But when I realized I had other skills, I thought no this can't be my profession you know the other skills that came natural to me right and I didn't think that was my profession because it just came so easy and I thought I had to work hard here's the truth working hard does not mean killing yourself working hard does not mean torturing yourself working hard means you're putting everything you have into what you're doing and it does not mean if it comes natural it, it doesn't mean you're not working hard that's not absolutely not true The truth is, even if you're working hard, what you love to do won't even feel like work. That is the absolute truth. And so tapping into your greatness requires you to realize the natural things that come to you. For me, you know, talking about leadership, talking about strategy, talking about nonprofit sustainability, fundraising strategies, etc. Those things come natural to me. I can reel off ideas in a moment. I can think of concepts in a moment. And for some people, they say, well, it comes so natural to you. How do you work hard? The hard work comes in, you know, how many hours can I do it in a day without losing my stamina? It's quite a few, right? Uh, How many ideas can I come up with within a defined period of time? That can be challenging. That's hard work, right? That's putting my skills to work. Another way of looking at this, too, is, you know, while I come up with ideas, while I come up with strategies, the actual realization of how to make these things reality is hard work, too. It's not enough to say, hey, let's go do this and I walk away. No, you got to work through it and kind of work through your capacity, the, the tools, the skills, the relationships you have, do an assessment of what you don't have and then go to work right so that's hard work the idea part is easy to me even the idea generation within the process of developing plans becomes easy to me but but again the time it takes to develop a competent cohesive fully thought out plan it's hard work it takes time and so i don't want you to go feel into the fall into the trap of feeling like i'm not working hard enough i'm not suffering i'm not dying and, and because I'm not dying, I'm not tapping into my greatness. That's absolutely not true. Look at what comes natural to you and follow that. So here's the last question um, I have that someone submitted to me. How do I get past com- comparing myself to other people? This is huge. I think every year we set goals, we're always comparing ourselves to other people who we think have similar goals. (laughs) And because we think we have similar goals to that person, we look at their, quote, progress, success, uh, achievements with an eye of jealousy and contempt. Contempt, rather. And honestly, you know, I think that comparing yourself to people is such a false narrative we allow ourselves to get caught up in. The, the the people don't have the same goals that we have. People aren't chasing the same things that we are chasing. People don't have the same pain points that we have. We, we have similarities, but it, that doesn't mean that they're doing the same thing. And if they are doing the same thing we're doing, they're not. They may not be doing it for the same reason. OK, so I challenge you to to fall back from assuming the motives of people. And assuming the relevance of the outcomes you see as if they're relevant to you and as if you're doing something wrong. Okay. Focus on you. Focus on your dreams, your abilities, your capacity. Focus on what you're trying to accomplish. And slowly but surely let go of looking at what other people are doing. I encourage all of you to follow me on DrWilliamPClark.com. You'll find all my resources. You'll find ways to connect with me. And I encourage you to continue to push and finish the year strong, no matter how few days are left. And if you're listening to this in a new year, begin to finish the year strong, even in 2020, because there's so much to do, so much to accomplish. And you have greatness lying inside of you that needs to come out. This is Dr. William Clark for Leasier Conversations. We'll see you in the next show. Peace.